0: Okay, so, welcome back to In Conversation with. My name is Colin Macdonald, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co host, Mr. Gavin Kelly. How are you just on? the two of us today. Of us um, and yeah, it's been a while. It's been uh, a while, yeah. The last time. Middle of May, I think, was our last uh, interview. We were it's in the home of David Norris. Yeah. Um, that was a bizarre experience. Bizarre, yeah. In um, his house? Or? Yeah, in his house. Yeah, but in his, his house, house on, on Great George Street, yeah. It was. Yeah, anyways. Um, <laughs> <so> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, four months later, we're we're back in the saddle, and we are delighted to be joined by Ross and Pod from Brave Giants. Thank you. How are we doing, lads? How are we doing, lads? We're doing very good. The first thing I noticed when I met you, you're very Longford.
1: Very Longford. We would come under the category of... Uh yeah, Midlands. Midlands like, Bogger
2: accent. I think it's, my accent is definitely worse. Yeah, you bring down uh, the accent. I really yeah. bring. Yeah, <laughs> there's a touch of Cavan in my accent too. Uh, yeah, yeah I like kind business. of picked up on that yeah. as well. Yeah. Like we are just North Longford. That it's next, next door. Yeah, is yeah. Now, it's literally like, yeah. five minutes. Like, well, now so like Gavin is from Cavan yeah. as well.
0: Okay, yeah. So, so <laughs> I'm going to be the only coherent one. Can yeah. <laughs> <Nice laughs> <major. laughs> we can highlight this <laughs> Bogger accent? <laughs> yeah. Um, like, yeah, we were saying we might put a transcript of the, uh, <laughs> yeah. of the interview underneath just in case people can't quite follow along. Yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> so, yeah, first question is first we are recording in DCU in our lovely DCU FM studio, which is a regular recording spot for us, but it just so happened that you happened to be in DCU today. It wasn't organized at all. Was no, it? Wasn't.
1: No, it just actually felt very nicely. I was giving beats to the lovely people of DCU all day uh, everybody microphone. got a pair I think more, yeah don't think there was many left <laughs> uh, now
2: and, and I was just in Dublin I was at Ikea so having I your dinner st- <laughs> <laughs> having <laughs> my dinner I I, my head was fried like I actually hate Ikea um, because it's just too much, so I, I, I yeah, I'm yeah. just like wow. I needed to get a, t- a TV stand, and I came away with a dinner. That's, <laughs> so that's,
0: that's all I got. Um, I've never been, so I can't comment on it. <laughs> yeah. um, right, so first question is first: What's it like being from a county that doesn't exist? Uh, ask Gavin. <laughs> 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 oh, that's, that's not random. That the also, yeah, we, in the news lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, we' are getting a better rap for we're getting a better, a better name. So we, we Longford gets a huge rap, But I think, Do you realise that it's not real? Um it's not, not real. Well more it's Higgins real. has put it on the map. Yeah. Um Centre so. Parks. <laughs> Centre Parks, yeah. You know, I think I think Longford's uh, getting a slightly Boxy. Boxy, yeah. No, we have them called too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Longford thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're yeah, we're, <laughs> we're slowly and surely becoming a an official county. Yeah.
0: I'm going to explain <laughs> for the sake of anybody who might be a little confused. There's a little like running conspiracy theory in our course uh, that Longford is is in fact not a real county. Okay. Mostly from dubs. Yeah, yeah, well, or yeah. Like this and we brought it up on previous interview, we brought it up with uh, Keith Walsh, 2FM DJ, who was, uh, well, he was born in Longford okay. um, only for the first, he was only there for four years, but yeah, we just decided if yeah. we were getting more Longford guests <laughs> on, we had to continue the trend. When we asked Keith, it was kind of like, so we know it's not real, I just kind of stared at us for a second and like, yeah, so what? <laughs> yeah, he kind of went with it, in fairness, yeah. and then he brought up his own conspiracy theory that Australia doesn't exist, and mm-hmm. it kind of derailed the podcast for, like, five minutes, but, you <laughs> know, it's always good fun. All uh, right, so that's... Who are Brave Joint? Do you want to give us a, a quick kind of history of the band, how you came together, what you're all about?
1: Uh, well, Mark and them that aren't here, they can't really speak it up, so, uh, yeah, it originally started with me and Mark when we were eight, 19, and then we were just doing pub gigs and stuff like that, just a cover band and then a year later Ross joined and actually added some musical talent to the band and uh, then... No offence. Yeah. Oh no, no, we know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were we, yeah, we were delighted of Ross and uh, then Emmett joined about a year after that as well and then once Emma joined we started taking the whole writing our own original music a lot more seriously and just from there on it's kind of snowballed and next week we're releasing our debut mm-hmm. album so it's... Yeah. It's it's went, it it, it went. it it
2: went from like uh like I, I actually yeah. went to college in DCU and uh you know, I, when I joined uh the band it was a it was a weekend job. It was cover gigs and, and doing, you know, every pub uh, you could possibly do. And we actually played a we played a gig down in D C U in the old bar that doesn't work, exist yeah. anymore. Um and then when was joined and we actually became Brave Giant, and then it was like great, right, let's Let's actually take this. And
0: correct me if I'm wrong, but Wikipedia said that your original name was Dutch, Dutch Courage. Courage. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. The name that, that was what <laughs> me and Mark were called. Yeah.
2: And, then and then we had an, we had didn't realise we had Wikipedia. Yeah. We. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was
0: actually something as well because like some of our guests, like some, we found that Irish guests particularly, like there's not a much not of like a spotlight that. on Irish yeah. personalities in general. And we, we Googled you, and the first thing to come up was the Wikipedia page. Yeah, but you can never, like, we've learned now to take everything that's written on Wikipedia. Yeah, page. yeah, it's yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It says here that you're a cross <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that bit's... <laughs> 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 I haven't that bit in myself. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think's editing that? Uh, no, but uh, well, then... The Dutch Courage, yeah. Dutch Courage is
1: how it started as keeping in team with trying to be a pub band associated with drink. And then uh, when yeah. Ross joined... Uh, uh, we said right, we need to change that. So we just got the first two letters of our names and made a name called Peroma, which uh, later I looked up was a foot disease. Yeah, like uh, it was like
2: fungus. Like yeah, a, yeah, it was a horrible yeah, fungus. That's a completely different Wikipedia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the darker side yeah. of Wikipedia. Yeah. But, uh, and then we decided we needed to change our name again. No, nobody could understand. No one understood. Yeah, could yeah. pronounce it Peroma. Yeah. So then, then Brave Giant. Then Brave Giant was
1: born, and then. Uh, yeah, we started probably. How did it come about? Was it
2: just. Uh, um, well, we decided, we went into the recording studio and decided we were going to re- like record and release our own original music. With mm. promo, we hadn't. Like, and we had wrote a, a few songs and we were there, still kind it? of half covers, half original. We were playing covers and then just throwing in one of our own songs kind of in the middle of it. Like, will they, will they know the difference? Mm. Um, and then we decided, no, oh, we're going to record a few songs and then we're like, right, we have to change our name. And the recording, it was about like a month um and it was like brave day was thrown up at the very beginning um there was hundreds of names wrote down on, on sheets of paper and then we saw it with a logo we had a triangle logo with it and we just said yeah that it it, it, it looked it looked um <coughs> like a nice stamp and we went with it and it's just kind of stuck from the, well obviously yeah, stuck from there with the logo we've changed since changed the logo now with, with the new with the new st- with the new album um but that's where it came from yeah, yeah. it was
0: yeah, we've we've had issues with names and logos yeah, in the past as well.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. See, in conversation, yeah. was not the most original. No, uh, yeah. it, in fact, it's as far as from original. <laughs> possibly be.
2: With promo even like we had whatever amount of followers on Facebook and stuff, yeah. and at, at that time, like we were mm-hmm. like, geez, we, you know, we can't go. M- we couldn't change the name yeah, on the Facebook page yeah. and we were like, Oh we can't now yeah, we want to lose all these. To get and, everybody back again. and that was kinda of the dilemma. and then we were just like, Oh look, wait, like sorry, it's Peroma. It's it, do, you, do you know like <laughs> it, it makes a God sense. God <laughs> it has to go like um and then we were like like, you know what you it, it obviously paid off yeah, and then we just... a we week we, we, we had the same amount of followers again. I think the again. Facebook page might even still exist, like, we were what do you work looking on? <laughs> yeah, yeah it we probably should you know. go find that page. <laughs> well, it was like, you know, we just directed them to the new name. But actually. if you're
0: looking for the foot infection, like, health yeah. support page, you've <laughs> yeah. gone to the wrong it's one. It's trauma
2: or, or parentheses, bad parentheses. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna go to lead. Um so you talked about you went from cover band to writing your own music so to write your own music you do kind of need your own inspiration so where have you where have you drawn your musical inspirations from uh, a
1: lot of like a lot of people it's just kind of what's going through your own head at any given time relationships uh, the time at the devil is about going on the rib for three days me and Emmett wrote that um, and I just needed a song to uh Sober yourself up. Not even sober yourself up, but just to, even to make to be productive yeah, in some yeah. kind of way after it. Uh, and it's arguably probably our biggest yeah. biggest hit. So it's kind of like if I didn't do the beer for those three days. That song never would have happened. So that it's something happened? good to come out of it. Performed on the late late. <laughs> <laughs> so now we go uh, on the beer three days a <laughs> <of the> week <laughs> every week. So now I go <laughs> on the beer a lot. I don't know, um, f- Just sort of. Uh, uh, the common theme of the album now is kind of anxiety, uh, kind of in search of hope, not in a very dark way, but I, th- I think it's just so common in society now, the stresses that people our age all have. Uh, it's a very relatable topic and just one that I think everybody kind of goes through on some level or another. Um, Just generally real life. Um yeah. you're a good man for the kind of hypothetical situation
2: yeah I sometimes just pick a story Mm. or like pick a topic in like 4 I wrote it about a, a car crash and like yeah. That was one that I
0: did want to break over to you. It's probably my favourite of of your collection, but it is quite a, a dark song. Where, yeah. where did... Was it a... Because like, obviously in Ireland, there is a lot of yeah. problem with drink driving. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you hear of accidents, horror accidents all the time. Was that inspired by any particular um, one?
2: It, it, it wasn't. There was a few localised, I suppose, road... Uh, Accidents and deaths that like would have affected me or whatever, like mates and, and neighbors and stuff, and they weren't actually drink related. They were mm. just road accidents, and um, that kind of maybe maybe spurred on the the team. But then it just it, it just I I it, it, it as you said it was just a hypothetical. Yeah. It was just the words worked. I didn't intend on. I never intended on mm. you know making this kind of like you know drink driving or drink away or kind of approach to song. It just that's what ended up happening. And then, it is quite a dark, sad song, obviously, but at the same time, live, it kind of kind of goes down... It's kind of punchy, like. It kind of mm. goes down well, mm-hmm. for it's some very reason. It's kind of in
1: its way, because yeah. for such a dark Let song, it gets such a reaction. It's, yeah, it's pe- dark, probably. but upbeat. Yeah, like, the <laughs> rhythm the and the melody is actually...
2: Yeah. Like, it doesn't necessarily agree with the words, so people, on a night out, like, when you're playing at a the gig, they enjoy it, and they go mad to it, even mm. though it has that kind of theme to it, which... I like because I, d- I didn't want it to be about that team yeah. or be yeah. this sad, depressing song. It the just Lordy Lordy is the same. Yeah, it's it is, like yeah. Lordy Lordy
1: is probably the happiest sounding song in the world. Yeah. But it's a song I wrote when I was about 20. Uh, I wasn't in a good place. I wanted to get out of where I was from. I wanted to move away altogether. Yeah. And it's there, dark, is a sort it's there is there's kind of dark tones to it as well. But nobody... When the music is out of beat in it, nobody kind of really sees yeah, that. And I yeah.
0: think that's the theme that's kind of running through your songs. I don't know if it's <coughs> accidental or on purpose, but the beats and the melodies can be quite uplifting or quite happy. Yeah. But if you delve into the lyrics, there's that's real it. meaning mm. and some some dark thoughts in there kind of
1: Masking over each other a little bit, but uh, even there would be some of those songs on the new album as well. Like oh, definitely, it, yeah. Like for us performing live, you don't want. to be completely doom and gloom maybe Mm -hmm. it is by accident that we do it but we kind of just want to feed a good energy off the crowd when you're doing your live set it's great to get that Emmett says a lot that when you're playing live especially when you're playing new songs that they haven't heard before you're getting that instant reaction from a song that you know when you're kind of sitting on the songs for a while waiting to release them you don't actually get that initial reaction back from anybody they might just share it online or whatever, it's a great song and that, but when you play it live you actually see somebody's face or somebody's dancing to your music Mm. and you want the live song to be good and energetic Mm. and you want to be sweating the absolute buckets out of yourself as well you want everybody, because as a band, you just want everybody to enjoy themselves, so there would be a couple of dark songs like even Decorate Your Mind, Mm. uh, Other Side to be a couple of songs like that on the on the new album where they're not necessarily about the happiest things, but you can move to them and you can you can feel the energy in the yeah. song. and yeah. so and so even that kind
2: of topic as well like is in anxiety and depression and it is obviously you know sad doom and gloom kind of topic, but at the same time there's a bit of like not like anger maybe but in musical sense like you know you, there's kind of like uh, a sense of anger a sense mm-hmm. of energy even in that sort of dark topic, so I think that kind of comes out with yeah. the with an upbeat like drum and yeah. maybe we do do
1: it a little bit by accident. Yeah. Uh, but it no, it would be intended a lot. Of
0: it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So with the new album, lads, um, what I've noticed with a couple of the preview tracks <coughs> is there's there's more sense. There's a bit of a different sound uh, than usual. Yeah. And um, what was the inspiration behind that? Uh,
1: like when we were saying uh, back in December, we decided right we going. We've an Olympic gig coming up. Uh, we want to finally just get round to doing the debut album and. we had so many songs that we recorded over probably three years that over the time from say Lordy Lordy to somebody someone those songs all sounded completely different as we were kind of evolving and like when we went into the studio first it was so we were so naive and so green around the ears with it that Jesus to just even be recording was great but as we've kind of matured with it we know exactly what our capabilities are as musicians and we felt all those songs that we recorded were if you put them on an album you wouldn't be able to define it as one band. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he says it's either do that or write ten or eleven new songs. So we just set ourselves the challenge of coming up with basically eleven, 11 songs, new songs and yeah. we got working on them in January and we just felt that right, we need to mature a little bit, have a kind of bit of uniformity, but have the songs about similar topics, uh
2: yeah, I, I think as well, we wanted the, the sound-wise with the synths and yeah. things like that, like, <laughs> that's yeah, the kind that of music we want, that's the kind of music we listen to, yeah. and we want, like, it was in, as we've, we've, grown. we've grown, and we kind of want to be associated with, like, um, you know, every band is, whether you're, like, you're categorised into some form, whether you're, you know, you're folk, you're pop, um, and we kind of, well, we didn't really know where we were categorised, yeah. you know, one minute it was country folk, the next minute it was pop, and we didn't really like either of them, mm. um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so we were like, no, like we like indie music, um, we, we want to be kind of associated with, with that type of music. Yeah. And yeah. as well as that, um, like
1: we could have wrote 11 songs that were just like the old ones, yeah. but I don't think you can kind of alienate yourself from your original fans or you can kind of let them grow with you. Mm. Um, we just wanted to kind of mature and show that we're just kind of capable of coming up with yeah. a more mature sound because I think if we had released 11 songs the exact same as what we had released before, people are just going to say, oh sure it's just the same stuff from them, whatever. We just wanted to change it up for ourselves because it can get quite stale, uh, performing similar stuff the whole time. We just wanted to change a little bit ourselves and Kind of, al- of, yeah. We're most happy. Yeah, absolutely. Create an album that we were very proud to release as our debut album because mm. you only get one
2: shot at it. Mm. Yeah, and you're working with Gavin Glass, Gavin Glass yeah. A yeah, renowned producer. How was that? How helpful was so it? Was probably a match
1: made in heaven. Yeah, yeah. like um,
2: a, yeah. It was. It was like we obviously <clears throat> heard of Gavin Glass. Gavin Glass is, you know, renowned, you know, in Irish music and. Um, it, like his experience, like he, he was saying, like it was his 60th album or something, or right in around that, like he's recorded. Yeah. um, And he just got us. Like, he just like we, we didn't, like, obviously we knew of him, we'd never met, so we went in met him once, so like, this is kind of what we, the vibe we want. And uh, he was like, cool. And then in the studio, we just ended up becoming like great friends, yeah. essentially, as well as making the, the record. It was. Uh, yeah,
1: and he kind of spurred us on to better musicians as well we came away feeling 10 feet tall about ourselves about our capabilities like um, on top of like w- when we were coming up with demos and stuff like that for for the album uh, like he kind of pushed us to use the stuff that we had created in our bedroom as well that to make it give it that kind of authentic feel like the the beginning of Wizards and Witches me and him were just kind of messing about with synths and stuff like that uh, the one even in his bedroom and then that's where that Sin came out of. Same but we, but movie our movie. view on it was like, right, we're going to bring that into studio and Gavin will expand on that. He's like, no, that's perfect the way it is, use it. And it makes you feel better about your own creativity and what yeah. you can actually produce yourself. Um, so, yeah, yeah Jesus, did. it was just a, the right man at the right time for us, really, yeah.
0: Definitely mm-hmm. one to work with again in the Absolutely, future. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> um, yeah, so we've, we've obviously talked about the album, but do you want to just give a quick plug name, when is it yeah. out, where can you get it, all that? So
2: it's, the album is called White, Pink and Blue and it's out October 4th, um, digitally everywhere, Warner Music Shop. So that is next Friday? Next Friday, Friday. and mm. it's you can buy it in Tower Records and you can buy it in Longford as well, in Deniston's. And uh, mm-hmm. any of the tour dates, we'll have it on sale. Um, Stall um, back and, and obviously, now.
0: you you just released Wizards and Witches, yep. you've released Decorate Your Mind as well. They're the two singles right What other songs on the album are you excited for the, the public to finally hear? Uh,
1: Other Side is one we love playing live, and Waves,
2: they're probably yeah. two of the
1: punchiest ones on
2: it. Um, Th- there's like songs on the album that, um, I think people will love to hear, as in you know, through Spotify or through their, their CD yeah. and at home and the car, and then there are other songs on it where. Like life. Well, no, no, they're, they're, like <coughs> they are, like they have that live. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. When you hear them live, they're they're hard. Bits. I know what, Yeah, like you ones actually want to go and see them or hear them live. Like, with some bands,
1: there, uh like I'm Massive Arctic Monkeys fans. was some of their uh, first time I went to see them was after album Humbug, and uh, like when I was listening to that album, I was like, I don't get this, mm. uh, because it was so new for them, yeah. and I was like, uh, but I still had bought me ticket for three arena so I was like. Right, I still have to yeah. but when I heard that album live, I was like, feckin' hell, that's absolutely class!" And you come away with a different perspective after hearing something live, I think. But there will be certain songs that there's one song made of the sea, which is just basically made for listening to. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, uh, it's
2: like it's like it's made for vinyl. <coughs> yeah, it's like and
1: then the likes of other sides and waves, they're just ones that we absolutely love playing live
2: since we started, since we wrote them. Um, they want to be the same. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and so yeah, you also just mentioned the tour there. So you're going on a countrywide tour. You're hitting yeah. a, a good few spots. It's uh, it's fairly intense all the way up to the uh, the up Olympia, the, the, the big one. It's yeah, literally
1: every weekend from. from it's from, it's from next weekend onwards essentially. Yeah, it's sure. like we're appearing on Tower Records on Saturday. On Saturday after the album comes out, then uh, Limerick, October eleventh, Galway, October twelfth. Cork seventeenth, Kerry the eighteenth, Sligo. Sligo the nineteenth, Belfast uh, twenty sixth, Monaghan the twenty seventh, Kilkenny the first and third, of mm-hmm. November and then Olympia. Geez, your tour manager
0: must love you, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've said it that many times. <laughs> and <laughs> you're, you are you're starting in the hometown, aren't you? We're starting. Yeah, oh, sorry, we're it's, too yeah. We saw our launch.
2: We <We're> so <laughs> our launch. <We're> so <laughs> launch in the backstage. So like, we could not. We could not start in, in Longford. That's yeah. where. That's where it all started. And um, th- and that's what we actually played the backstage, three four, three four years ago. Four years probably ago. as Peroma and um, well I think we did once, and then once the Brave, Brave maybe the no, first. No, it was that was, that the, was the first time we here as Brave so Yeah, and we played the backstage, and then it, to be going back there playing a sellout show, and then to be finishing in the Olympia is like. It's, yeah, it's Look how like, it far. Sort of of it. Well, yeah, yeah <laughs> it it for us it's really nice. As in, you know, over the four years when we were last in, you like this is the work that you know, this is yeah. where the work is laid and it's made Olympia. Like.
0: You're also joining the Coronas on a couple of Chron- days yeah, as well. Yeah, the Coronas and
2: in Yeah, and that's great. It's in it's the whole well. oh, in Kilkenny, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's uh,
1: great. Uh, like yes. or have you have met them me yet? actually met them. We were at, uh, invited to the premiere of uh, Quentin Tarantino's latest uh, movie there. And that's and when and we met them. That's yeah. when we met them. We were only just, just a big flex for everybody. Yeah. I know. Go to the film. Yeah, we were there. But then, yeah, the so it was just nice to meet them because we'd only found out during the previous week that we were going to support them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was just nice to just meet them beforehand. Uh, great
2: lads, they're f- like, they're... They're yeah.
1: one of the One of the e bands
0: Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> lads, you've played some great venues, some great <coughs> stages over the years, like you've you played Electric Picnic, you've played Main Stage, Longitude, C Sessions, you've done the Three Arena for the 2FM Ball, you've done the Olympia before as well. Any particular okay. favorite stand out over the last few years? Um, three arena, like it's it, it, it was meant
1: to just be there, yeah. Uh, to think of some of the bands that I would have went to, um, see, I remember we actually played the Button Factory last year, and then the Monday I went to see Arctic Monkeys in the three arena, and I think we had just announced maybe it. Was it, was it last year, wasn't this it? it was last yeah, year. I went to Arctic Monkeys mm-hmm. as well, and I was sitting there and I was just like. Shite, we were going to be playing there <laughs> <in December. laughs> and you're just like, That's actually nuts. Yeah. It's like we're one of the bands where you would have idolized the reason you got into music in the first place. Uh, yeah, it's hard to beat it. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it, hard, like, like it's
2: hard to look past
1: it. As a punter, I don't particularly enjoy going there. Uh, I just think it's no, always better. That, yeah. I love going to see bands in the Olympia, I just think it always yeah. just sounds better and it's more, more intimate, like, more intimate yeah. definitely. And you're you kind of just feel the energy from a band when you're <laughs> playing there. Uh, I'd say. You're asking me that question now, but I'd say I'll have a different answer for you after we play the Olympia. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <coughs> yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and there's also a big difference between playing, you know, kind of a line-up. Yeah, rather than yeah, your own. A, yeah right. that was it,
2: that's exactly. Like, yeah. it, like the festivals are, it's so hard to pick a favourite festival, they're yeah. all just great. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, um,
1: I'd say probably Longitude was my favourite one. Out of all the festivals. For yeah. Electric Picnic well, Yeah,
2: we know. had a we had we had electric picnic, <coughs> we played two gigs. Uh one the this was last year. We played one at the, like the it was like uh, rising Irish music. one the, in the middle of the day on the Sunday, and we weren't playing for maybe like five or six hours in the minefield area. So we, <laughs> we had time to. <laughs> I <laughs> <help me out laughs> oh, think so like we all know uh, we here. So we went. We were steaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But well, it actually it was one. It was one of the best gigs we've like ever was done. Was, it was like I, I was well, we think finished. that. Like <laughs> <laughs> but it was though. Like
1: I
0: felt definitely that bit. Yeah. And, or, and like
1: where we were doing the second gig was a written. It, it was
0: spoken world, work, It was a mind so like. Yeah, that was that's in where all the podcasting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so
2: like, I, they were all sitting down on all benches, all and then you come there. out and we go, we don't do sit down. No. And <laughs> <laughs> everybody just went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the end of it, like by the end of it like those people on the stage with us, just jumping up it, and it down. Just and it was just absolutely, like, So it it's up there, even though it shouldn't yeah. be. Oh, yeah, I don't think it can really be the buzz at a festival. No, like, the festival. Everybody's on very much on
1: the same stage. Uh, like we couldn't have planned that out of it. We'd no. probably as drunk as we were. No. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, we certainly have not planned it. Now uh, you know for next time you have to get exactly what you're talking about. Well I've done too far. Yeah, but like I love those kind of just really tight ones. Yeah. G- I know we did them for years, and I kind of got sick of them in mm. pubs because a lot of pubs that we would have played in aren't—they're not music venues. They're just put you're put into a corner. Or be you're glad, back yeah, in music. You know. like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but especially the likes of Electric Picnic when there is such a buzz around the place and everybody was—I don't even know who we were clashing with. Who was it? Any I don't candy? know.
2: We we were clashing with ourselves. It was
1: no. four individuals. <laughs> <laughs> <four laughs> <of them. laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, like festival season is always just hilarious, anyway. But to think that everybody, uh, uh, you're right, it what you say, well, again, line up gigs are completely different to your own. Yeah, your everybody's own coming to see you, especially in the likes of the Olympia or Whelan's, even though the Whelan's great. Brilliant. that's uh, a common
0: theme that we've gotten with musical guests. Like, we've had like we've had Tebby Rex and we've had World Youth and they've both said. That the your own gig yeah. is is the best. What a, like I said to them, what a festival can be great for is that you will somebody will be walking across you yeah. Yeah, your stage you. who might not have ever heard of yeah. you and instantly become a fan because that's what happened with me and you guys and Wild Youth. like I had never heard of the Tui before yeah. going to Electric Picnic, I happened upon you and became you were up on stage or something. <laughs> <end? laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, that that's that's kind of what happened. Yeah, that's it, it, I with think that.
1: especially for Irish bands now. Uh, Irish festivals are basically a showcase for them to set up mm. their own gigs here. Uh, You look at the likes of Versatile uh, yeah, like uh, Kong uh, yeah. Company. Irish
0: acts are now outshining Absolute. many of the international acts that turn up. Yeah, yeah
1: like uh, King Kong Company, their Sunday mass two years ago. It was absolutely probably. This, years, year. Yeah, uh, this year was probably. This year was crazy. I was at it myself, but I remember two years ago it was just mental. And then as soon as you came away from that festival, you're like, right, where are they on tour yep. next? Yeah. And you could go to a couple of gigs there. Um, I don't remember seeing any crowd like I did at Versatile last year. Or oh, no I, remember, was really I was relieved. in the middle of it by myself. I got mm-hmm. and isolated
0: from my friends, yeah. and I was getting pushed. It was it was, it was insane. Absolutely, like insane. everybody inside the electric <laughs> green. I don't know what its capacity was. There were yeah. there were people like flooding outside of yes, it. Yeah. Espe- um,
1: especially like they're a perfect example of a band. In Ireland, and I think there's so many great cases of it that necessarily don't get any Irish play whatsoever but have a savage underground. Well, considering some yeah. of their well I know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but oh, well, yeah, no, yeah, I get on, like, I think, um not necessarily the more mainstream stuff it just goes to show you how good irish music is now at the minute yeah, well that, I suppose yeah that's a question you on your toes it. as well yeah, yeah absolutely yeah it's a
0: question that I wanted to touch on because the irish music scene like it's always been strong in fairness yeah, yeah, but at yeah, yeah. least just feels like particularly young irish music it's yeah. rapidly expanding you have yourselves in this kind of genre you have um, the hip hop irish hip hop scene yeah, it's is glowing up yeah. right now yeah. And one of the questions, it's probably an obvious answer, but is it so great to see or are you kinda of wary of rivalries and going up against other bands? Not at all.
1: Like I, I think it's something to be celebrated more so. Mm. It's uh to be to be associated with Irish music at the minute is a compliment enough, I think it's early. great, yeah. Um, it's it's just it's it's just good to see that a lot of bands don't get disheartened by not necessarily getting mainstream radio play. Mm. That they're actually doing it for the love of it, and
2: uh, and there's other ways. There's yeah. other ways. I think that's what's yeah. it, like. You look at Fontaine's DC, like yeah, you know, like, the Jimmy like, Fallon show. Yeah, yeah, like and, and like if, if you said yeah. them, if if you if you put if you end out in Longford, like only other twenty only twenty people in the street, you'd yeah. know them. Like they wouldn't yeah. have a clue. And like that's, I think that's great to see for for any upcoming band or anything. It's like there's there, is a, uh, there are other ways than just getting on your your radios or whatever. That's moment. another thing.
0: Are you looking abroad for gigs now? Are you wanting to tap into um, the international market? Yeah, like. The, um, is there a particular big fan base in some random we, obscure country we, for playing uh, r-
1: America, like, d- we played the Milwaukee Irish Festival, and I think, if you actually look it up, I think it's one of the biggest, in, one top five biggest festivals yeah, as regards so people that go to it. Yeah. There's yeah. nearly 200,000 people go to it over the course of a weekend. Uh, and it was mental. Yeah, like we yeah. got a massive following over in America from it. Um,
2: we went to we don't we don't um, three headline shows in, in in London as well, and they yeah. all went went on great. And then when so you look at your Spotify, yeah. Uh,
1: figures about mm. where you're listening the most Chinese Taipei is one of them yeah, well, yeah this I'm is what I'm talking about like yeah. 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 like we can actually
0: tell like through the software that we use to upload the podcast we yeah. can show listenership and there's like a 2% listener- listenership in Japan and you're thinking like how does an Irish podcast <laughs> <you bring> Irish <laughs> people <laughs> make it all the way to Japan um, it's just ridiculous yeah
1: it, but like th- that Spotify for Artists app that we use it's deadly to see Jesus, do we actually... Yeah. And it's consistent listenership there that yeah. gets... Like, like, if we were to go there, you'd wonder, would people actually know who we yeah. <laughs> Uh Like, my uncle is in a, a trad band called Lunasa as well, and he said they went to Japan once on tour, and there was people waiting for them at the airport and it's like you said if you came back to the airport here are people
0: fucking stick to t- I was, the <laughs> I t- was listening <laughs> to, to Johnny's podcast this week just gone and they were talking about trad music and they were saying that there are people here in this country whose day jobs are farmers and, you know, nurses or whatever. They go over to a weekend to a trad music festival in America and they're superstars. Like people yeah. are asking yeah. for autographs, getting photos, they're yeah, like like <laughs> thousands of people showing up to their gigs. Yeah.
1: It, like, even with Milwaukee, yeah,
2: it was. It was, there was such a demand, like, it that's was. it, yeah. And like, we went over completely. Shoot, right? we didn't
1: bring any merchandise around to no. so <laughs> Like, you, what we'd be bringing it over for yeah. sure? It's just going to cost more. To bring it. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen lads, all the other ones, absolutely cleaning up, selling, stuff. yeah, right. right next time we're here, <laughs> them, yeah.
2: Well, I think, but yeah, I, like, I, I obviously started I, I, in a trad, that's how I started music. I've obviously since. <laughs> completely went away from it, <laughs> right. um, but like trad is great. Like, yeah. like there, there are trad bands out there, like, and the likes of the Gloam and their Lonus, so, and like they're absolutely so they're so talented and brilliant. Like, so that it it only makes sense that they're like they're, they're getting the because the, they're not they're getting it the, they're not getting it here. Like, sad, so yeah. it makes complete the, yeah because like they're so talented. Like, yeah. I, I went to the Gloam in the National Concert Hall so many times and constantly blown away just at how talented they are. Like, obviously it's not everyone's cup of tea, but. Um, you can't. You, you can't begrudge your music, yeah, talent. Yeah. Like if you, if you, you appreciate music, you appreciate them. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of listening to music, lads, uh, what do you listen to when you're on the road or by yourself before uh,
1: you playing? Big favourites. The four of us have falls at the minute. We all watched, went and
0: out. We to bandmate's house. You're right. going to become a fucking member. It is. You're you have the exact same music taste as well. You fit in seamlessly.
1: The, yeah, I, I remember just watching them at Glastonbury the weekend before and I was like, yeah. oh, I can't wait for that gig now, I think they're just mesmeric. You are hardly in the mosh pits, no? No, 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 no. not that close, Watch <laughs> from afar, I'm getting too old for
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's a career uh, to look after. <laughs> and, um, I gotta mind these. <laughs>
1: things. Uh, but then, uh, Tame Impala, I love. Uh, the <sighs> national. Really awesome.
2: the um who else will listen to Le Boom um, (laughs) Talos another Irish act Um, we listen to a bit of Everton don't we really there's no real Abba we you see, I think it's hard particularly in
0: the age of Spotify to not listen to a bit of everything because yeah, everything yeah. Yeah, is you know, so available like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, before you like have to physically go buy a CD you're, choose, you're, making, or, sure, so yeah. Yeah, you're making sure you know what you like oh, because yeah. you have to go out and spend money whereas in the age of Spotify everything is available in a few yeah. clicks so everybody has such an eclectic mix of yeah. musical yeah. taste I
1: kind of miss those days as well when you kind of
0: oh yeah go boy. on and show your age oh like I said no but like
1: it's uh, I remember, I know they're not that really good anymore, but I remember seeing Razorlight on the Parkinson yeah. show.
0: Yeah, I saw them at EP, um, just gone. Instead yeah, yeah, band, they, they had yeah. some bangers. Oh, like so and, yeah, they're yeah. like their first few, few yeah. um, brilliant. But I remember seeing them on Parkinson,
1: and then my brother went in and bought the Razorlight album. Then and then you'd be just waiting for them to come back to listen to them, oh, yeah. and then you just listen to the album completely, uh, like Arctic Monkeys' first album. Like, yeah, like remember, or, yeah. all the hype over that one, like when all you were going on was hearsay you couldn't just check yeah. out a band on Spotify or YouTube or anything at the time yeah literally you had to go and buy an album so
0: do you think now as musical artists yourself the appreciation of music has gone down that you don't have that um, sense of anticipation or or is it still like I mean like I know for myself like I'd still be waiting up until midnight for the album to come out on Spotify yeah. and then listening to it I so do you think it's, it's just transferred yeah. into a new age
1: yeah I think it's changed yeah it's not um I don't think the appreciation has dropped. I just no. think uh, the level of access you had. I think you're, I think you're, maybe to a little extent less appreciative of what the artist is actually creating mm-hmm. because you have so much, much of it at hand, whereas before you literally had. I sell think that's the difference. Though, that's really, the difference. Like the
2: difference was you were doing tours to sell your albums, now whereas now you're making an album to, to try tour. and get people to tours. Yeah. Um, and that's you know because music is just you know it's there. It's at the fingertips. Yeah. It's definitely
1: it's a a fans market. It's like the like the level a band has to go now to try and survive. I think it's hurt bands more than it does fans. I think just now the fans have it at fingertips. They don't really uh, appreciate uh, to an extent what the band is actually creating because Mm. the likes of Spotify is kind of crippling bands a little bit. I think it's a case where it's yeah, like it's doing both. The big get bigger and the small. It's so hard. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a change from
2: when I first started listening to music. Like financially, it's hurting bands, but in another <coughs> sense, it's yeah, obviously it's helping bands because it's, it's the it's obvious platform. it's, you know. it's yeah. spreading, <coughs> like yeah. as, you, as you were saying, you know, the people listening in Japan and stuff like. So yeah. it's it's just that it's trying to manage that, I suppose. That's yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's hard
0: to. Um. So, obviously, your the album's coming out, the tour is about to start. If we were to sit down again in a year's time, what would you like to say looking back? uh hmm. hmm um i would
2: if we were sitting here about year now, as in what would we have like achieved yeah yeah yeah, okay. um the olympia goes well um uh, uh for me it would be like um mm. uh dipping our toes in the UK EU and, yeah. and and the states definitely whether that be our own little you know tour a little few little venues or uh, I would love to to sit down here next year and say we've played x y and z festivals in mm. in Holland and yeah, the yeah. states or wherever. like four or five of, the, of these festivals that would be um live from a live perspective I would also like to have another uh, EP-slash-album <coughs> that we will be promoting this time yeah. next year, or before it, um, so that's yeah. a, that would be me.
1: I, I tend to just kind of, I think it's very hard when you're in a band to look too far ahead yeah. or even behind you, because like, I said it before, like when you're in the middle of, you know, doing well and taking things off the list, as soon as you do one you're always looking to the next thing. like. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it, after it, it takes, like, the month of January to appreciate to what, what you've actually what you've done, because yeah. you have so nothing on. Well, that's and, it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're sitting down and twiddling your thumbs in January, and you're going, jeez, we've nothing to do. And then you go, oh, wait a minute, like, we're, we, we just played, like, last year we played the tree Arena with, with Hosey or whatever, that, and it was like, you didn't appreciate it at the time, yeah. because you were constantly, like, oh, we have X, Y, and Z next week. Yeah. So, th- I agree with you in that sense, like, as in... Yeah, well,
1: obviously, yeah, Jesus,
2: like... It, things just fall upon
1: you so swiftly um where you get like an invite to a festival or an invite to support somebody or playing some of the big venues they just come upon you so quick you don't really think of them until they do come out, come on your lap like it's kind of weird or weird like that but um yeah definitely like what Ross was saying definitely have, to have maybe hopefully play plays some European festivals so going be class yeah fantastic so, um, guys, I guess we'll ask just about
2: the band itself um <coughs> Who can't handle their hangovers? Oh, I kind of struggle through it. Mark could be the worst. Yeah, he's not here obviously. Yeah, well <laughs> no. <laughs> um. You kind of. not a bit of state of shock? Yeah. We well, all do now. Well, it, de- it really depends, obviously. But we all of us have had bad days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah, I've had some bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were a little fun, It uh,
1: there was, there was like PTSD over there. There. <laughs> there. was worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> the flashbacks. <laughs> um,
2: it doesn't, I couldn't pick one and uh, w- uh, uh, completely take yeah. that title. We all have to kind of just take a bit of it. Right, the Tuesday in New York, that's all i will say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst. Um, who's the worst dressed? Eh... Uh, that's again another hard one. Uh, I wouldn't say the worst dress. Emmett is very Emmett wears he's he's consi- he wears red. black twenty four seven, and that's <laughs> yeah. it. And I wouldn't call that the worst dress. But co- there's no sense. What the there. there like. But he might uh, he might wear he a might a different. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't say the worst dress because it suits him, and yeah. you know, yeah. but Asher. he's definitely the most consistently.
0: Um, in warriors. They're all from Longford, so how good can they <laughs> <be>? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I need to stop shitting on Longford. We're going to get a big backlash yeah. from it. He's um, the only one who doesn't wear a flare of jeans. Good <laughs> <laughs> cut yeah. Anyways, um, how do you unwind away from the music? FIFA. FIFA, FIFA yeah. big yeah. fan, you can't even argue that <laughs> <no>. The <laughs> proof is there on <laughs> the PlayStation. Yeah, it's 17 so it's
1: wins against
2: well, four of them. It's, it's Four it's times in the past two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Very <laughs> serious at <laughs> FIFA competitions. Myself and Emma are close though. <laughs> yeah, We're getting there. Mark well, is yeah, he he's struggling. He's struggling. Yeah. But uh, FIFA, uh, and else uh, we do. Points. points. Yeah, yeah, points Otherwise, a good way to relax. Actually, once we're
1: heading Amsterdam right. now after right. the tour is finished. For a little holiday. For a little holiday
2: with um we all do different things, like you know, like the Mark and Emmett are going into they, the gym it, and would stuff. Would the and... off
0: time be spent away from each other, or do you all still hang out? Uh, well, all
2: have bit of friends as well. Right, yeah. so. it's a bit of both. Like if you if you're going out at night, like it's it's we're still together even. Ah, yeah. You know, even yeah. if it's not. Um, but it's, it's sometimes it's. Ah, yeah, on it what. would be like sure. Yeah. like we all live. Five. five we we'll all went to secondary school together. together like know each other our
1: whole lives, so it all be. Oh, very we good friends Like know. we'd say too much, <laughs> much of each other anything <laughs> yeah. Like, but
2: yeah. Uh, yeah like downtime downtime FIFA and pints.
0: Yeah. Sound sounds good <laughs> <like that>. um <laughs> Lads, it's it's been a great pleasure to, to thank talk you. to thank you. Uh, the album comes out next Friday, yeah. and tickets are on Ticketmaster. I assume yeah. Ticketmaster. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. If you're in the Ireland, official. if if you're in Ireland and listening to this, they're definitely coming to some arena or a place near you. So go check them out. Massive thank you to Bravejoint for coming yeah. on Thanks to you the today. Thanks, me. We'll talk million. to you very soon.